You know I'm missing Monday Night Football, right? <laughs> yes, I do. But it's the Cowboys, so I really don't care. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so all of my Dallas Cowboys fans out there, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> my bad. Um, I know y'all are, don't turn us off. And they're serious. <laughs> I'm not a football fan, so don't be yeah, mad at me. So don't turn us off. Um, all right, so this is Journey Through the Generations, and we're here to talk about the, a recap of Relative Race Day 2. Day and 2. And it was a pretty good one. It was a good episode. Um, when I say I was not anticipating this episode being so emotional, because um, I thought they did a lot of that on day one, and I thought this would be a little bit less emotional. I don't know why I thought that, but I was wrong. Well, it's every episode is, <laughs> you know, emotional. Well, I mean, because, you know, last week, two teams found out that their mom had passed away. Um, so I just, I don't know. I thought that they would meet people on a different side of their family and they would be able to embrace them, but we'll get into it. But remember though, what three of the four or all four are, are is some form of adoption, right? Correct. And so a lot of them don't know anything about their family right. and they're meeting people for the first time, and it's like, isn't you know? I know. I know you're not that emotional of a person. I'm not, but but relative right to make you feel though. like that. So of course the episode started with the recap. So everybody knows what happened uh, last time. Bottom line is last week, Team Green won first place. Yes. They got a um, they got a prize. Their uh, prizes yeah. to uh, penalize one team during the challenge. And then uh, Team Red came in last place, and they got a strike. Got the first so, strike of the season. Yep. So that's kind of where it started. So, right. So we are at day two, um, and typically the next day, you know, they're still at their relative's house because you know they spend the night at this person's house, even though they first met them. They spend the night at this that relative's house, and they get up. They usually eat breakfast or, you know, go over maps or look up pictures or whatever um, until they get their text from Dan. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool because if you, you know, it looked like, I think if I remember right, uh, everybody got a gift from their family that they met. I think you're right. And so Team Black got a photo album, which I'm seeing... Uh, families do that more and more yeah, I think that I they can put pictures in and I thought that was you know pretty cool but they also got um, some bracelets, uh, bracelets. Yes. they looked really nice they were really nice bracelets and the thing too that they that their cousin told them about the photo album was that they he wanted them to put pictures of the race people that they met in the race or other pictures that they obtained during the race so this will be their relative race photo album yeah it's gotta be hard to meet these people and then leave the next morning i can't imagine because i'm sure you you know you have more questions than uh can be asked and answered in one night yes and then 
if you think about it, I don't know what time they get started the next day, but you don't want to stay up until one or two o'clock in the morning, you know, talking and catching up, get to know each other Mm -hmm. because you have to get up and pack and And pack the car and drive. Um, So it's hard. I can only imagine how hard that is. Yeah, I noticed that when they were talking to or going over Team Blue's uh, recap that in preparation for the day mm-hmm. everybody's kind of looking at a map but did you notice that the brother that team blue met I, you know anthony. i don't know names yet um anthony mm-hmm. so i thought it was uh funny that anthony <laughs> <laughs> had a um one of the big atlas yes. books that yes. we talked about last week yes um he, was, he had one of those mm-hmm. and i go that's my boy right there. That's <laughs> I knew what they I was going to do good. Out. I knew they was going to do good on day two because they had this big um, atlas and he seemed to know like every road. So when it was time to go, they got a text from Dan telling them which city that they were going to go to for the day. Yes. So everybody gets their maps together. They get in the car. They are waving and yelling out the window. Bye. See you later. Um, And one of the things that you can never prepare for is weather. Yeah. Uh, It doesn't matter if, you know, you you just can't. That's something that you can't prepare for and you can't, you know, delay. Um, So Team Black had a little bit of issues. They're still in Colorado. And so they got in the car and they got to drive in and it was very foggy. It was still snowing. Of course, it's cold, but they had to still drive. You, They don't tell you to, you know, you can wait until tomorrow. Um, so they still had to drive. And then when I said it was foggy out, from what I could tell, it was like dense fog. Yeah. And it looked like uh, and it looks like to me that as long as they stay in Colorado, they're going to run into these issues because of the time that this show was recorded. So, right. you know, they did that in what, March, April? I'm not sure. It was earlier this year, yeah. And, and they're, in, of course, in high mm-hmm. elevations. Yeah. So as long as they are there, they have the potential to run into these issues. Yeah. Um, and, you know, of course, they'll probably hit some other states mm-hmm. or something. But, but they said that, that neither of them have experience driving in snow yeah. or that kind of fog. Um, so that's one of the things that I never really think about. I mean, I've driven in rain, you know, often, but, you know, snow and stuff like that. I wouldn't I don't I wouldn't feel comfortable driving, but I guess I'll figure it out. Yeah. One of the things I notice about this show is how many people they have with really good personalities. Yes. You know, so because this episode or this uh, season has. Some pretty funny people, <laughs> in my opinion. I agree. I agree. Um, led by Team Green. Yes, they are. They are. They are um, hilarious. They're funny, but um, Team Blue stepped in and got a little, you know, funny they today. They did. They did. <laughs> and sent the uh, a text <laughs> to Team Green, which I thought was pretty good. I mean, they were thinking outside of the box again. Um, it doesn't hurt to try. It doesn't hurt because Team Green won the. Um, day one so they got a prize and their prize was to penalize one of the teams and so team blue decided that they wanted to send them a good morning text and tell them to have safe travels and as a ps you that 
Team Green was one of the most beautiful couples that they had ever met. <laughs> a little flattery never hurts. Yeah, hey, you never know, especially since they came in second place the day before. I'm, you know, I bet you they thought, well, they're going to give it to us because right. we came in second place. Which is what which I would is have the done. the strategy that you employed. Yes. Or would employ. Mm-hmm. It's not what I would employ, but I understand it. Yes. So, it, you know, there's different ways to do it. So, But they're the only ones who sent this beautiful text. Um, so I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was. I thought it was funny, too. So, And Team Green said that it almost worked. But they had already decided that they were going to give it to Team Blue. Yeah. Um, so, but Team Blue, you know, was a good sport about it. They took it. They still did their challenge. They didn't complain about it. They just, you know, moved forward and got through everything. Yeah. So, so let's talk about the the challenge. Okay. okay. So, as soon as I saw the challenge and what it was, I said, oh, my God. The last time there was a slingshot challenge, <laughs> somebody got hit in the face with some watermelon. Oh. Who, do you remember who that was and what season it was? I do not. I can see them. You know, I can see the um, the video. The, the They really had that thing pulled back and it hit them in the face. And I, I don't remember. I don't remember who it was, but it was hilarious. It was funny. It was the... The funniest thing yeah, I've seen on this funny. show. But I was like, oh, my God, we're about to have, <laughs> have a repeat. Uh, another slingshot incident. And so I, from the way it looked, they probably taught them how to use it first. You think so? Before it started. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm sure know, they gave them a. You don't want anybody to get hurt. but That's true. But these balls didn't seem to be like. Hard. Balls. I don't know. They sounded like they were really hitting like the cardboard hard, but maybe it's because of the speed that they were going. Yeah, I I think that's probably okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they had to uh, sit on some chair contraption they they rigged up, and um, they had to knock down the big cardboard faces of everybody. In yes. the season. Yeah. It was kind of like those cardboard cutouts <clears throat> that they used in sports last season. Yeah. for So it looked like people were in the stands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was looks like those. Yeah. And, uh, and, of course, Team Blue got their penalty, which was to move their signs five feet further away. Right. Mm-hmm. Than everybody, well, where they started. Right. So it makes it a little harder Yes. You know, for them. Because you have this slingshot and you're in a chair, you're lean back and you have to adjust the chair and the slingshot to be able to hit and knock over this cardboard cutting of their faces. Yeah. And and you have to account for wind. Right. Which is was team black's issue mm-hmm. and you can see that ball it was curving it was curving yeah every time so they must have had a pretty good and that that again Colorado, tells you yeah. that um the balls weren't hard oh because they were yeah that's yeah. true so that's true. I'm, they were just filled with air you know mm-hmm. and so so I'm, I'm sure that was i think that's probably why they did it so mm-hmm. if there was an issue and it hit somebody <laughs> it yeah. wouldn't be that bad right it but it seemed like Looking at it, that everybody had problems at the beginning trying to get their rhythm down. Um, so there wasn't just one team that just 
it looked like just did great throughout the whole thing, getting them all down right in a row. So I think that kind of helped, even though Team Blue was had a penalty. Yeah, you just kind of had to get the feeling of it. You get uh, how the ball is traveling and you, how you're aiming and stuff like that. And the the cardboard cutouts were at different heights. Yes. And so you had to account for height and you know the, the yeah the slingshot the showing the ball and, up and then has to yeah. go down and um so from what i remember you if the first person that started had to go until they hit one and then they switched is that right yeah that's what happened okay. yeah um so they went back and forth on um on who got to do the slingshot okay. But I didn't realize it, but you only got a certain number of balls. balls. Mm -hmm. So when you ran out, you had to go go and pick them up. And they were all the way down the field. I mean. Yeah, because they would hit the ground and roll. Yeah. And some of those distance, it's hard to tell on TV, but it looked like it was pretty pretty far far away, you know. Um, Way further than the signs were. Yes, for sure. For sure. So, um, So everybody got done with that. They got there addresses yes. for their relatives house and now it's time to navigate yes. from the challenge to the um parent which or I, to the relatives which i think is the hardest part of the race getting from the challenge to the relatives house but team black um lucked out in the parking lot as they were leaving the challenge there was a police officer there so they were able to um, ask him for directions and they that police officer was able to give them turn by turn directions which is awesome yeah it seems like we're starting to see that a lot more right so that I they think so, yeah. that they find you know police officers or fire department i think team green found yes. the fire department they well, it was a fire there. truck. Yeah, I don't right. know. Yeah, it was a fire truck. Just but they was the just street. sitting there. I was like, that seems set up to me. <laughs> that seems such so. Like, what is a fire truck just sitting right there? What, what you doing? <laughs> what what, what so, you doing? I'm not blaming you know relative race for anything, but it just seemed odd. It did, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but but Team Green got directions also. Yep, and so everybody is, you know, as soon as they get their address, they're going directly to find someone. To help them navigate. They're not trying to do it on their own. Well, who did? I don't think Team Red did. I think they, if they did, they didn't show it. Yeah, I feel like they did. But, but three, it doesn't matter. Three of the four teams, you know, stopped yes. to ask somebody. Yes. And, and so. Yes, you're right. I, I, that's a lot. And it seems like people are doing that, like, right off the bat, like, find somebody first. I think that's first. smart. Yeah, and you, you do it. I'm saying you just don't see people trying to navigate nowadays but you take a risk right like the people you ask might not know correct where the street is yeah so you, it's a or, risk yeah because you're wasting time and you make multiple stops trying to get information and nobody knows anything because you keep asking people who don't live there yeah i again the the fire department just sitting there chilling <laughs> <laughs> i just that was odd to me you know i don't know maybe they should have edited that a little bit better so so yeah they drove drove a little ways after the challenge and then it was they saw a fire truck (laughs) Hmm. yeah whatever so um i just thought that was funny um so yeah everybody make it made it to their relative's house yes and uh of course 
Um, all of the adopted people met people they didn't know about. This is correct. And uh, I think the most interesting to me probably was Jarrell, mm-hmm. Team Red. Um, I think that's because this is his first time meeting right. someone on his family mm-hmm. versus his the other three yeah. um, had already met someone. Right, because his wife met somebody on day one. Right, so, um, but they were just, I just liked it so much because they were energetic. They yes. were so welcoming and, yes. you know, embraced him. Mm-hmm. It was just like, hey, you one of us. You, you ours. That's exactly what she said. You know you ours now, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> and I don't I mean that had to have made him feel so good because I can only imagine what it's like to know you have family out there somewhere that doesn't know you and I don't know if it's just me, I'm a little cynical, but you think they must didn't want me or they must not want to have anything to do with me. And then you meet them and they hug you and they say, we love you. You are one of us. We are family now. That has to make him feel so good. Yeah, I think in the back of your mind, you know that they want to meet you because they wouldn't have signed up for the show. True. If if they didn't. That is right? true. True. true, true. Um, so you know that, but to get there and hear it, it's different. Yes. You know, it takes on a different meaning. You know, yeah. I mean, you just take Team Black, you know, uh, Pamela got choked up, you know, when her cousin Craig, I think his name was Craig, mm-hmm. said you were not abandoned. Yes. And I thought she was going to pass out. I like thought she, she was going to hyperventilate. She breathe. Yeah. I was like, somebody give her a, a paper yes, bag. give her a paper bag and she needs to do some slow breathing and, and just... You know, get settled. I hadn't seen that before. Yeah, no. Crying, <clears throat> yes. Hyperventilating, no. Yeah, I thought that was, that was, it was a, a good moment though, because yeah. I'm glad that they got the answer to one of the biggest questions that they had. Yes, um, which is. They the, got an answer to. Yes, because this whole time they've been told that their mother abandoned them. She dropped them off at a neighbor's house and didn't come back was the story that the team Black the Twins have been told. And that's all they knew for almost 40 years. And then to find out from their cousin, Craig, who grew up with their mom, their biological mom and knew him and knew about her pregnancy and everything and knew what happened to be able to say you were not abandoned. Your mother loved you. CPS got called in and there was nothing that she could do because she was 15 years old. Yeah. And that I didn't expect that, you know, um, 15, that story, you know, that she was young, Mm -hmm. you know, child protective services come in, take them. Right. She's a child, too. Yeah. And so um, I just it makes sense why they would, you know, if if the 15 year old doesn't have support, you know, from her adult family then how's, it's like yeah how's this know, gonna work you gotta do what's best for the kids although you don't want to you know have that situation but but tell them what you heard <laughs> on I, the show okay and let's talk about this and if you heard this you tell us go to our facebook page yes and follow us on facebook and tell us what you think about this okay Okay. so what did you you hear what i heard was the cousin was explaining that you know your 
mom was in Louisiana. She was 15. She had these three kids and CPS was called. Three kids. Yes. That's the part right there that we had these three kids. I heard that. too. That's what I heard. And I was like, three kids. So are they triplets? And some we going to find the other one or does she already have kid? I was totally confused. I rewinded that twice. I listened to it three times. And every time I heard and she had these three kids. And so I heard it and I heard it off jump. So I didn't have to rewind it. But my thought is, is um, that maybe there's a, a younger brother or sister that was that was had after they were the twins were born mm-hmm. and like immediately after and like she was still a baby after because we don't know at least at least I don't remember like how old the twins were when they no were they just keep saying at a young age so i'm thinking maybe that she had another child mm-hmm. after the twins and she was having trouble with all three of them right. and they came and this i don't know a whole lot about you know child protective services but as i hear it they separate kids a lot yes and so especially back in the day yeah so maybe that's what has happened mm-hmm. and they're going to meet hopefully right a brother or sister down, down the road one yeah in the next eight days yeah so think about it guys go back and listen yeah to it go back and, and listen to it and rewind it. it like i did and listen to it again and if you heard it just go over to our facebook page and let's talk about it yes and let's see you know what you think so all right so after team black you know met their cousin um and found all that information out we also f- uh found out a lot about um steven Yes, Tim Green. Green. I'm I'm starting to remember these names. I'm starting to remember. Who did he meet? He met um his cousins Connie and Lori on his dad's side. So their grandparent grandmothers were sisters. So they actually don't know who his father is, but they know that it's between five brothers. Because she had a picture of them of with all their, of them. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I mean, it was an old picture, too. Oh, yeah. So, we don't know, like, who's who. And it's really not that great a picture. To, it's like, not quality-wise. No, it wasn't. Um, but another thing that they told them was that there's only one of the five brothers that's still alive. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, of the five, he, he may be. He may be an uncle. He may be the actual father. He doesn't know. Mm-hmm. But... He's the only one that's still living. Well, who's ever house they drive up to and the old dude come up out of there. <laughs> they know that Maybe this is he, when they're going to find out. He may not look old. Maybe he has some good genes and he looks middle aged. This old dude going to come <laughs> out and <laughs> you're already going to okay. know. So um, hopefully he finds out, you know, something right. regardless. I, I mean, I feel like. They've already given him this nugget. I can't imagine that they're not going to well, yeah. meet a sister or aunt or somebody. Depending on where he lives, he might be going to see him next week. That is true. So. That is true. Um, and then you mentioned Andrew earlier. Um, <laughs> Anthony. You said Andrew. 
I thought you said it was Anthony. His though. name is Anthony. Yes. Oh, okay. That he met last week. Oh, that was last week. Yes. Come, you didn't say that. I did then. say that. Rewind tape. No. That is what I said. You didn't say that. It was last week. I did rewind tape. I okay, did. Whatever. Um, Team Blue JT met his younger brother, Andrew, this week. Which, as soon as he came out, I knew, I knew yeah. it was a brother because they yeah. look alike. So he, Andrew, and Anthony grew up together. That's the one from last week. Yes, Anthony <laughs> from last week and Andrew from this week grew up together. That's pretty cool. He's meeting brothers, though. Yes. You know, um, I mean, he's he's meeting immediate yes, family siblings. right yes. away. Mm-hmm. So that has to be like yeah, a lot for him. Yeah, he said he always wanted a brother. Yeah. So, and to meet two in two days. Yeah, I mean. Because <laughs> although we watch these a week apart, this literally is a 10-day race. Right. So he yeah. literally met Anthony yesterday and Andrew today. Yeah. That's a lot to... Mm-hmm. That happens in just emotional. A days. Then I, I started this out saying this was going to be emotional. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, everybody met their family, um, and now you know they get to know each other. They get something to eat. They go around town, um, and I always wonder how much time they get to spend with them after they meet them before the call with Dan. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like it's you know a couple of hours. You think? Yeah, like. It seems like it's pretty early. Of yeah. course, we don't know. Oh, but, I know. Um, but it seems like it's early because, you know, after they get done with that, they go off and do whatever. You know, and then they come back. Yeah, they do it. And they come back and chill and relax and get to know each other. So, mm-hmm. But that's a lot to do in just a, you know, a yeah. night, a evening. So, um, so good, good for them. So. Um, so that's everybody. Now everybody's met their relatives yes. and everything. And now it's time to get down to business. And talk to Dan. With, to get, you know, the game yes. um, part of it mm-hmm. done. So this is, according to Dan, the closest time-wise it maybe ever been. Um, I don't know. I haven't watched every single season. I feel season. like the last few seasons there's been some really close times um but this seems this is close. closer this is than, close it's i would say this was probably in the top four of close in the whole series yeah so um so there was like i think a seven minute seven or eight minute difference between first and fourth place which in relative race time is a lot yeah this this was crazy i was I was blown away I by was. how close it was, was yeah. for all the all teams, of them, yeah. not just one, first two and teams. second. Yeah, no. So the first place team <clears throat> uh, was Team Green yes. again, and their prize is they get to penalize all three teams. <laughs> the next day, they have to pause and stop driving for five minutes. I think that's. Really, all three teams. Yeah, because they usually have to pick a team. Yes, it's usually one. But everybody got to pull over. That is crazy. That is crazy. And five minutes could. I mean, according to this, it could be the. I mean, five minutes from this was the difference. Less than five minutes was the difference between first and second place. Right. So yeah, I don't think they're gonna be dancing. No. Which was Team Blue again, by the way, the second place team. Oh, yeah. Team Blue came in second, um, which they were three minutes 
behind them. So yeah. literally, if they hadn't gotten that penalty and their faces were as close as they were, had started, yeah, they maybe. may not have gotten, they may have gotten them down faster and they could have, you know, left sooner. Yeah, maybe. You never know. Yeah. But so, the closest, which oh, go ahead. leads us to, again, yes. Team Red and Team Black being the last two teams. So this was the closest I've I would ever. remember. Ever. It being between in third and fourth place. Yes. Or any place. Yeah. But they were only one minute apart. 60 seconds. One minute. That's the. That's crazy. Yeah, that could be a, a street light changing. Yes, absolutely. It could be a wrong turn. It could be, oh, I stopped and talked to that police officer too long. Right. I got in and you didn't know, put my seatbelt on fast enough. Just, it could be a number been of anything. things throughout the whole day. One minute one minute that that's was crazy. crazy so um the third place team was team red yes and then of course team black gets a strike yeah. so right now team red has a strike and team black has a strike and team green seems to be doing very well and won yet another prize well it sure does put a big target on on them but it might not be that bad a deal because you usually don't see a whole bunch of um, like uh, uh, top prizes being penalties against a team. True. You know what I'm saying? You don't you usually don't see a lot of mm-hmm. them. And we've had two in the first two days. Yes. I'm thinking that they probably not going to get, you know, another Something where you have to penalize another team. Yeah. Maybe later on. Maybe. But, but we know immunity is going to be one of them. We yeah. know they're going to do something where the winning team gets an advantage, yeah. usually at a challenge. So I think you're right. So having a target on your back at this point might not be that big a deal, at least not for right now. Yeah. You know, but. You hey, just never know. You just never know a relative race. They may, they may switch it up, you know. Y'all, you know, now that I said it, they probably going to switch it up. <laughs> just you know, because you said it. No, not because I said it, but just that's my look. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, um, so, yeah, good episode. Really good episode. Um, everybody met, you know, good folks on their in their family. Yeah. They got an, uh, questions uh, answered. More information. They got more information. Closer to getting even more answers. Yeah. So, a lot. Um, was done today mm-hmm. and uh, yeah I think it was a good episode can't wait to read your comments about these three kids yeah because that's that's gonna be that's gonna be something else so y'all heard what our um, um, thoughts yes. are about it Trisha thinks they're triplets I do I think that maybe a, a third child was born close to the twins after the twins mm-hmm. So let us know, you know, what you at, think. on our Facebook page, what you think. So, all right. I think we'll wrap it up now. Um, if you would, please subscribe and follow us on all of our social media. Subscribe to the podcast. Go back and listen to um, all of our uh, past episodes. And uh, I think that'll be it. I think that sounds great. All right, guys. We appreciate y'all. And remember. We're still in a pandemic. Stay safe out there. Stay safe. All right. Talk to y'all later. Thanks, guys. Bye.